Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the files of the AYR. Yowiehunters.com When people speak of Yowie sightings in the Gold Coast hinterland, the first names that come to mind for the Yowie connoisseurs are Springbrook, Tambourine and Canungra. The Canungra sighting reports plus footprint finds have been reported since the 1970s. Some reports we receive are from Army personnel during training exercises at Kokoda Barracks, also known as the Canungra Barracks. Contrary to popular belief, the Kokoda Barracks and the Canungra Land Warfare Training Area aren't within Canungra at all, but in the next township named Witherin. There seems to be some confusion regarding boundaries. Witherin is over twice the land size of Canungra, but the name is rarely mentioned. Until recent times, most, if not all, Yowie sightings labelled as Canungra have in reality been located at Witherin. One of our first sightings on the southern side of Witherin came from our witness Rob, who in March of 2015 was travelling down the Beachmont Road at dusk. As he came around a steep bend in the road, outstepped a large Yowie from right to left and crossed the road in front of his truck. Rob holds trophies as an Australian champion bodybuilder. I've met Rob and he's a big guy. Yet he says the body mass of this being dwarfed him. Rob adds, This was definitely no soldier in a ghillie suit. It was 8 to 10 feet tall and of massive proportions, taking only a couple of easy strides to cross the entire road. This is an extended version of the episode we have on our YouTube channel, and it's here I'll hand you over to AYR's Paul Cropper as I say, welcome to Witherin. Of the road, straight across in front of me, 
and back into the scrub. And it looked like a guy in a in a ghillie suit, if you know what a ghillie suit is, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was huge. It was friggin' the body mass of it, mate. Was like I'm a big guy, and this thing just yeah, it was it was massive. It was so thick from its chest to its back. Its head looked like it had been sh- you know shrunk down into its body, like it was like no neck. You know what I mean? Like, and it walked funny as well. It just had a funny walk about it when it walked across the road. What what time of day was that? This was dusk. It would have been around, I don't know, 4.30, 5 o'clock. How far ahead on the road was this thing from you? About 30 metres, mate, not that far at all, 20, 30 metres. I had a good look at it. Like, I slowed down. As you're looking at this thing, and I'm presuming it's from side on, did it, did it go from right to left or left to right? went from right to left. It just came out of the scrub. There's a military ground where they do all their training and all that sort of stuff. It was on that side of the road where it came out of, and, yeah, went down down the left-hand side, deeper into the valley again. Possibly being a guy in a ghillie suit. No way, mate. It was, like I said, I got a good look at this thing. I was sitting up in the truck. I was coming down the hill, and its its head was level with where I was sitting. It was friggin' massive. Stepped across the road in two steps. Like, it was literally two steps. One, two, and it was on the other side of the road. You were going to try and put a height on it in... How tall are you, if you don't mind me asking? Just under six foot. It towered over me, mate. I'd say probably anywhere from eight to ten, you know. That big? That big, yeah, it was huge. It was big. I just remember that it was the body mass that got me, the size of the body, like, and how thick the body was. So you saw it kind of side on? Yeah, yep. Did you see any hair on this thing? Yeah, it was um, reddish, like a reddish-brown tinge to it. It just casually walked across the road, like it didn't run, it didn't anything like that. It just took a stride, a couple of strides across the road, mate, and it was into the bush, and once it got into the bush, I couldn't see it again. Was the hair kind of smooth like a bear or something else? To me, it looked, like, matted, like it was really shaggy. You could see arms and legs? Yeah, absolutely, yep. Were the arms short, medium, same length as a human, longer? No, they were they were long, but the way it walked, uh, I can't describe it, mate. It just it just had a funny walk about it. The way it just it took its steps, it looked awkward. It almost I can't describe it. It looked like yeah, I don't know. It just had a funny walk about it. Was it sort of odd in the way that say an orangutan walks? You know what I mean? That sort of side to side thing, or was it something else happening? Looked like it was floating, to tell you the truth. It just, yeah, uh, from what I saw, I was in a bit of shock, at the, you know, when, when I saw it. Yeah, I can't describe the walk. It was just very smooth, you know what I mean? Like, he just glided across the road like it was nothing. Did you have your lights on at the time, given it was dusk? No, this is daylight. This, oh, okay. is, this is only in the afternoon. This is on dusk. Still a fair bit of light. Pretty bushy, like foresty, or was it the countryside? Yeah, it's, it is a lot of gum trees and, you know, pretty thick stuff, so... How long do you think you had this thing in view for? Oh, mate, I don't know. It was... I was coming down the mountain and I was coming down slow because it's 80 k's through there, but I do 60 because I had a, a, bit of, um, a bit of produce in the back, so I was cruising down there and, yeah, I don't know, probably maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. It just, yeah, just enough for it to, to cross in front of me and then just disappear into the bush, so to speak. You mentioned um, you'd had other experiences. So there was the rock-throwing one at Ormo. You've had other experiences you kind of connect to this? I never believed in this stuff at all. And then where we were living in Beachmont, it backs onto the nature reserve 
and it's very, very thick. And I was down in the shed with my mum, actually. She was helping me unload the truck and um, spun around, closed the door, and then all of a sudden I heard a big bang and looked around, didn't think anything of it, and then I heard another bang, looked down and a rock bounced off the shed and sort of tucked in behind me. And I was like, what the hell? And I looked and I said, Mum, did you throw a rock? You know? And she's like, no. And then it happened again. A rock hit the shed again. And then, yeah, I turned and looked down where my property is. It goes down a, down a range, like down a hill. There's no trees around, so no tree branch or anything could have broken off and, and, and hit the shed um, or anything like that. So it wasn't that. And like I said, yeah, these, these quite big rocks were, were sort of around me. And then I heard heavy thuds just tearing down the bush. Just boom, boom, boom. Just, yeah, going down the scrub. How long ago was this experience? Around the same time. I've been up in Beachmont for about a year and a half. Around the same time. And my neighbours actually, they said they've had some weird things happen, like just really strange things happen, you know, so... Did they say particularly what the strange things were, or...? Some yelling, a lady crying, if that makes sense. I don't know what the hell they were talking about there, but they thought they heard a lady crying. It's only my neighbour and myself in that, in that street, so it's, you know, it's, it's a very quiet street, so... Well, what is the street, if you don't mind me asking? Have you ever heard sort of any talk about this sort of stuff in the neighbourhood apart from yourself and your neighbour? Or the funny thing, yes, I have. I, I used to tip a lot of my old projects that I didn't want down in the Numan Bar Valley. There's a tip there, and I used to do that early in the morning. So I went down there, and um, this is on a Saturday morning. I went down there, and I was dumping leftover bananas and all that sort of stuff in one of the skips. And these two old ladies came out the bush, and they uh, they said to me, "Oh, don't do that, big." Big Red will, will get into that. And I was thinking, Big Red, and I asked them, I'm like, Big Red, what, like a red kangaroo around here? And they're like, no. I was confused. I said, what do you mean by Big Red? What's Big Red? And they said, you're not from around here. And I said, I'm not from this area, but I'm up at Beachmont. And they said, oh, yeah, you've got them as well. And I'm like, got what? They basically said, yeah. And I was like, okay, then, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. And they said, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a local here, apparently. And, um, yeah. He's always down at the tip and they usually see him every now and then. So that's what I've heard from the locals down there. Were they Aboriginal locals or just... Yeah, no, they were white ladies, yeah. Older ladies just going for their morning walk. Very interesting story. Who did you tell about that you'd seen this thing? Look, anybody I do tell, they think of bananas. But mm. I'm not the sort of person that freaking even believed in them myself until this stuff started happening. I've told a couple of friends and one of my mates, he's a mountain biker and... And he goes, uh, he goes mountain, mountain bike riding in the in the Narang Forest there. And he says he's had some weird, weird things like he'd be riding down a trail and he'd hear footsteps next to him and whatnot, you know, and have a look around, nothing there, but he had a, just an eerie feeling, you know what I mean? He's another friend that sort of doesn't know, but you know, has had just eerie feelings and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, not many people, mate. I don't tell many people about it really. To describe what I really saw, it was almost like a big barrel of a body. The legs didn't match the size of the body. I guess you could say proportionate. Um, they were long, but they weren't. It looked like the knee was really low, if, if you could imagine that. That's what it looked like. That's what I was trying to get across when I said it's, it walked funny. The mass of the body, like the thickness from its back to its chest was enormous. It was humongous. Like, I'm a bodybuilder, so, you know, I know what a big person looks like. And there was no way in hell that was a guy in a ghillie suit. No freaking way. And I don't know any people that can take two steps across a freaking a, a road. 
reference to the Yowie walking as if it was in a gliding motion is something we've touched on before. Is this a learned motion of walking softly or a natural locomotion? The Big Red at the Nunnambar Tip or Refuse Station is something we've heard of from other people over the years. And the street Rob lived in with the rock throwing and heavy footsteps was also known to the AYR with both previous and past reports. To learn more about the Yowie history in the Gold Coast hinterland, you know what to do. Head to yowiehunters.com in Queensland. Stay tuned to our next episode, which occurred only four years and 400 metres apart from this sighting. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.